A lecherous college professor takes a student to a sleazy New York motel and becomes the first victim of a sharp-toothed, murderous condom. Assigned to the case, Luigi Macaroni, a gay cop, visits the motel, picks up a young hustler named Billy, and takes him into a room where they barely escape intact from an attack from by another vicious prophylactic. Macaroni must then overcome the understandable doubts of his superiors to launch a full investigation into the deadly condoms. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And, and we, we are, are the B-Movie Bros. Here we are broadcasting from Paul's apartment in association with the River's Edge Network of Pittsburgh. And this is our first show of 2016. And uh, as we begin this new year and our new month, uh, I, I'd like you to know that this month is actually Paul's birthday month. So he got to choose the theme of this month, which just so happens to be, How the Fuck Did That Kill You Month? What better way to celebrate my birthday month than inanimate objects killing people? So yeah, that's uh, pretty much the, the, this month will be featuring different things where you'll catch yourself saying, How the fuck did that kill you? And to start it off, we're picking Killer Condoms. The 1996 German masterpiece, which was originally titled Condom des Grounds. But, you know, since we don't speak German here, we'll, we'll use the English title. Uh, from its trauma release killer condom. Let's look at you know, our technical difficulties, our top and bottom three of this movie. What's the best three things and the worst three things about this film? We normally do bottom three first, so uh, let's start with the top three. Alright, I'll let you start. Alright. Well, for number three, I'm going to go with, this was a foreign film. It was. It's all uh, in German. It's um, got English subtitles, so watching um, foreign films always makes me seem smart and sophisticated, so that's always a plus. And all the jokes really translated well to English. For number two, at no point did this movie take itself seriously, which was great, because with such a ridiculous premise, if they had even tried to make it a serious plot, it would have failed completely. So, I, I enjoyed the fact that it knew what it was and didn't try to be something else. And for number one, I, the main character, Detective Luigi Macaroni, just has the best name. It's trying to be Italian. It, it's ridiculous. And just in general, he was a great character, so... That, that's number one. Number three is that not once, but several times they make reference to Luigi's giant penis. And at one point he's like, it is exactly 32 centimeters long. Which, you know, in in English or, yeah, whatever it is, are... Translate to inches. What we use in, here in America translates to 12.6 inches long and they make note of it several times throughout the movie and it's just funny every time they talk about it number two luigi sends sam undercover in the gay community because luigi is too well known in the gay community because he's gay oh. and he uh he tells sam to put you know a yellow handkerchief in his back right pocket because that means you know i'm not looking for anything tonight when in reality at least in the movie it means I like to be peed on. So going to the bar, Sam gets picked up by this, you know, bearish gay man and uh, gets his leg peed on. It's just, it's just fucking hysterical because Sam comes back to the precinct, punches Luigi in the face, tells him what happened, and Luigi just laughs about it. He's like, it was a joke, man. It was just like... I'm just like, that's, that's hysterical. Number one, the premise of this movie and the successful execution of it. There are so many ways that this could have gone wrong. I really think this is about the only way this movie could have gone right. Like you said, it's a very light tone. They don't take themselves too seriously. 
and everything seems to fit together. Um, whether it's just how they translated it to English or that the German actually translated well to English, you know, the dialogue is spot on with what's going on. The action isn't played out like over the top. The, the horror elements aren't overdone. Uh, the comedy really takes center stage. And everything works its way around that, around that without being overbearing or without overstepping its own bounds. So I guess that's, that's my top three. What about, I guess we'll take it to the bottom now. For number three, I'm going to have to go with, this movie takes place in New York City, supposedly. And yet everyone in it speaks German. I, I, I couldn't overlook that one at all. Uh, for number two, there are just a lot of dicks getting bitten off and cocks flying everywhere. It was a little much. And for number one, I just have to say, Macaroni's love interest, Billy, he says in the movie that he's underaged, yet he continues to have sex with him and pursue him as a love interest. And that that's just fucked, man. Like, pedophilia is not cool. And it's made worse because he refers to him several times as the boy. That was just wrong, man. Not not cool. And I liked um, Luigi Macaroni's character, but that, that was a bit too much for me. Not the dicks flying, not the little, like, people being mutilated or anything like that. It's just because of yeah. the Italian in you that you liked him so much. <laughs> Luigi Macaroni. With a name like that, that's just, that's just awesome. Well, let me just get to that, okay? Uh, my bottom three. Number three... Um, I said about this film is very balanced, however, there are several times in the movie where it takes a very serious tone, and they do like a film noir style internal monologue from Luigi Macaroni telling you what's going on and how he's feeling and what his thoughts are on everything that's going on, and it just feels too serious at those moments. It's the only time that this movie seems to unbalance itself, like it's trying to be something that it's not, and I just, I don't think it fits in i don't like it very much it, it kind of works but they take the tonage in the wrong direction number two it seems to be widely known that luigi is not only a gay police officer but that he regularly visits a brothel and engages in illegal illicit activity with prostitutes and everyone is okay with this nobody cares that he goes and sees prostitutes on a regular basis. Which brings me to number one. Like you said, Luigi admits that Billy, his love interest, is underage, which I just, I can't stand that. It's truly disgusting. I, I, I can't condone it. I can't, I just, I don't even talk about it. That's New York, man. New York. Germany. Yeah, German New York. The German district of New York, apparently, where, um... There are killer condoms and please skin pick up underage boys at brothels. And the president and the presidential candidate for the United States speaks solely in German. Pretty much. So let's just get on with a with a quote war. Quote war. Who's starting this, Paul? I believe it's your your uh, turn to start. All right. What's with the whores biting these John's dicks off? They live off those things. Do you think people would elect a, a man without reproductive organs as president of the United States? I'm your boyfriend girlfriend even your mother if you want me to be i'm sure the creator would not approve after all he gave me this lovely penis it's not about me but about this enormous thing between my legs i've had a hard day macaroni please spare me the sight of your genitals and that brings an end to this episode's edition of quote wars don't forget to tweet us at bmovie bros that's all one word tell us which quote was the best and who won this episode's quote war um, leave a comment here on SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook at B-Movie, space B-R-O-S. That's B-Movie Bros. Tweet Paul directly at 
B-Movie Paul. Let's get to our final take here. Uh, so we're going to give you a score on our shot scale. Of course, remember our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? Um, just a number score, Paul. I'm going to give this a 4 out of 10 on the shot scale. How about yourself? I'm actually going to give this movie a 3 out of 10. I'm going to be slightly more generous than you. Th this movie is actually pretty funny. Uh, with an outlandish concept, I was pretty skeptical going in, but the execution is spot on. The movie has its serious notes, but it knows that it's all one big joke. The dialogue had me laughing pretty frequently, and the condoms are downright hysterical. Between how they look, move, and make sounds, I, I couldn't take them seriously. You know, there are some drawbacks as far as how they insist on constantly reminding you that Luigi Macaroni is Italian. In case you didn't remember it from his name, they tell you every five minutes or so, he's from Sicily. I'm from Sicily. Did you know I'm from Sicily? I grew up in Sicily. There are so many times the film takes itself super... Well, there aren't many times where the film takes itself super serious. And when it does, it just seems out of place with the rest of the film. Luigi is a badass, and he likes to show it. But no one believes him and about the condom situation until a high-profile character gets his dick bitten off. But you know what? If you want to see a gay cop take on a legion of killer contraceptives, then this is the movie for you. And that's why I give it a 4 out of 10 on the shot scale. A little outlandish... You need to take the edge off, but it's a fun romp. Alright, this movie was hilarious and extremely entertaining. It played in the style of an old noir film, which contrasted really well with the ridiculous plot. The dialogue was entertaining, and in just this outrageous, ridiculous way, and even considering the fact that it wasn't in English. The acting was great all around, and is helped by the fact that most of the cast were well-known theater actors in Germany who had never actually been in a, anything other than a serious role before. If you aren't bothered by the crude content and the disturbing uh, moments in this movie, then I definitely suggest it for anyone in looking a fun B-movie. So, uh, you know, we know not everyone likes the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give these B-movies an A-movie companion and tell you how an, this movie is just a B-movie version of an A-class, a high-class, a, high a better-class of movie. I gave Killer Condom the A-movie companion of... Paranorman from 2012. My movie companion is going to be the movie Boondock Saints. Let's first set aside the fact that, you know, Paranorman is a child's movie, and Killer Condom is not a child's movie. So we're just going to throw that aside here and say that both movies feature a gay character in a prominent role. Luigi, the main character of Killer Condom, and Mitch, one of the supporting characters that helps throughout Paranorman, helps Norman to do the things that he needs to do to, to succeed in the movie. Luigi and Mitch both constantly reject someone who is interested in them throughout the movie. Luigi rejecting Babette throughout the movie, who's like desperately professing his love for Luigi. And Mitch, you know, dissing Courtney, Norman's sister, as she's constantly trying to get in his pants. The main characters are both not believed by others about what is happening. You know, Luigi's telling people, there are condoms that are killing, they're eating, they're biting off the dicks of our people. And people are like, Psh, it's just prostitutes. And Norman sees and talks to ghosts. And people are just like, no, you're just crazy. And then as the, character, as the story progresses and some bigwig gets his dick chomped off, or zombies rise from the grave, people are like, oh yeah, I guess that Luigi guy was right. Oh yeah, I guess that Norman kid was right. Both movies were actually comedies, 
And finally, and most startling of all, both movies were originally released during the month of August. And there you have it. That is why Paranorman from 2012 is an A-movie version of Killer Condom from 1996. Alright, so I choose Boondock Saints as the A-movie companion because both movies featured killers who were in some way inspired by religion. The villain in Killer Condoms killed people because she believed that the people being killed were using their penises in ways that God did not intend. In Boondock Saints, the two brothers carrying out the murders were deeply religious and first began killing after leaving church. Both movies featured a detective who was in some way personally affected by the killing he was investigating. The detective in Boondock Saints questioned his motives and sense of justice from investigating the killings, and Detective Macaroni got his right testicle bitten off by a killer condom. And both movies featured a gay detective. In Killer Condoms, Luigi Macaroni was, was gay, and so was Detective Paul Smecker in Boondock Saints. And that is why Boondock Saints is just an A-movie version of Killer Condoms. Well, there you have it. Um, if you want to see, see an A-movie version of uh, Killer Condom, check out Paranorman from 2012. Or Boondock Saints from... I don't know. Whatever year ago. it came out. So I think it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show, where we tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. So here we go. I'm going to give you some drinking games. Paul's going to give you some drinking games to help you get through this movie. Number one. Every time Luigi calls Babette Bob, take a drink. Number two. Whenever someone loses a prick, take a drink. Prick is another word for penis. Number three. Anytime one of the condoms laughs or makes a noise, take a drink. Number four, anytime Luigi uses his dick as bait, finish your drink. And number five, because it's how the fuck did that kill you month, anytime you find yourself saying, how the fuck did that kill you, drink. Every time one of the condoms bears its fangs, take a drink. Every time we, st we see things through condom vision or through the condom's point of view, take a drink. Every time someone is smoking, take a drink. Every time macaro Macaroni has an inner monologue, take a drink. Every time Claudette lip-syncs a song, take a drink. Every time Dr. Smirnoff talks about red jelly, take a drink. And finally, every time Detective Macaroni whips it out for whatever reason, sexual or otherwise, take a drink. That's about it for Killer Condom. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I think we both enjoyed it pretty much. We both much. enjoyed it. Coming up next week, um, if you want to join us, we will be, you know, continuing How the Fuck Did That Kill You Month with the 1977 film Deathbed. The bed that eats. You know, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Bros. That's all one word. Like us on Facebook at B-Movie, space B-R-O-S. That's B-Movie Bros. Uh, follow Paul directly on Twitter at B-Movie Paul. You can check out our affiliates at, uh, at the River's Edge at riversedgepgh.com. So, uh, you know, until we meet again, be brave, be alive, be back next week.